The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered. Twelve. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like their map? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. It's a Tuesday that feels a whole lot like a Thursday, everybody. How are you? Welcome in to another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan, Matt Peralt. We are live on YouTube and live on Twitter at Boston versus the book. The handle's there for you guys. Sports Grid Replay, Sirius XM, Channel 159 Replay. Hour, two hours, however long we're going to be here with you guys on a day that we got to jam a lot of stuff into because we've got the college football games Thursday, Friday, NFL games Thursday, Friday, and then tomorrow we have to do the whole weekend because tomorrow is a Wednesday, which really feels like a Friday. Tomorrow will be the first ever roll call Wednesday for the yes, show. Will. Tomorrow. How are you, yes. sir? Dallas Cowboy man. If they lose tomorrow <laughs> or Thursday, Thursday, we don't even know what day it is. The game's on Thursday. Today's Tuesday. Tomorrow's roll call Wednesday. Everybody here for the BVB. Just hit the like button, hit the subscribe button right off the top. It's all I'm asking you to do. Nothing else. Nothing more. Nothing less. Uh, and stay here and hang with us. We'll have the chat. If you're watching it on the YouTube, you participate in the chat. We'll have questions. We'll have answers. We'll have more questions. We got hats. I got this on the discount rack. I never wore anything Dallas in my life before. Uh, I do the hat too. Have, what's that? The hat was discount too. No, no, no. The hat okay, was the hat so. was a purchase that was a while ago, a mistake right? that the store got a while ago. This was a, you know almost two years ago. Okay. Yeah, this is one of those. It's outlined in pink and has a pink underbottom. Great and a big Super Bowl. Why is it a mistake? Match. I don't know. Because uh, nobody to, bought it. Or so, they thought the Cowboys were going to be in the Super Bowl two years ago? Maybe. I don't <laughs> know. But either way, <laughs> we like got it. Dallas stuff on. Yeah. So there's first for everything. Just like that Iowa total, which we'll get to in a little while. I ain't never seen nothing like it. I, I, I was asked a couple times already this morning, do you ever remember a total being this low? I said, no. But I don't remember what I had for breakfast yesterday. I really don't. Yeah, so but it's a non, it is a history. It's it's the lowest total of a non-military academy game in the history of sports betting. Because it was because <sighs> it was thirty. Yeah, well, we're way beyond that now. <laughs> we we are way no way matter. way beyond that. Yeah, <laughs> we're I, getting closer to a touchdown below that. Can't believe it. Can't believe putting it. twenty putting up twenty six and the people are betting under. Well, the people are betting on us being here at the ish time. We're here. You're here. The it's chat's vacation here. week, guys. I mean, just do. I mean, like, are your kids on vacation, by the way? The whole house is sick. Sick. Everybody's sick. They oh. went to the doctor because Kendall couldn't shake it. They're diagnosed with whatever. I, I, I don't know. She hasn't moved in two days. Dang. She's up and down. Hopefully she's in the chat. I don't know if she is or yeah. not, but the wrench Kendall is, yeah, she's out of commission. Um, oh, everybody's trying to get healthy for Thursday. Right. Um, 
Jess stayed home yesterday, you know, did a, a whole bunch. She's at work though today. So that's good. Okay. So okay. she's feeling better, but yeah, the whole house is sick. So just running and I didn't Grandma's know that. Cooking. Yeah. I uh, didn't know that. Ass off today. The, the schools here in Vegas are still in school, but not yeah, my yeah, daughter's yeah. school. They're off all week. Your daughter's? Yeah. Daughter. Yes. Your daughter's school's off all week. All week. <laughs> oh, see, we had school Monday, Tuesday, off tomorrow, the rest of the week. Yeah, whole week off, Monday, Tuesday, no school. I'm like, I asked Madeline, I was like, wait a minute, what? She's like, yeah. She's like, weren't, not, because there was school, but we walked today. For, so today, my favorite thing about today is this is the end of the hard 30. So I had to do two workouts. The first one was we walked two miles. We walked down to the supermarket, which is two miles away. So we walked down, walked back. And on the walk, there were all these school buses. And I was like, Madeline, why are there school buses? And she was like, well, we're the only school not in, not going to school this week. I was like, wait, what? She's like, yeah, everybody else is in school. Have you confirmed this or is she hustling you? She's telling the truth because there are buses everywhere. Okay. I, 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 looked, I looked at her. I looked at her. And I was like, but did you check that her school was off? Yes. 100%. Okay, you got confirmation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a whole thing like Friday. a little little Bostonian kind of move where she tells daddy like, hey, we ain't got no school. And no, you just go, okay, I got content to do. I got pics to do. Okay, True. no problem. We'll stay home. And she got you. No, I picked okay. her up on Friday. It was goodbye. We'll see you, we'll see you in a week. Enjoy it. We'll see them, you know, nine days away. I know a couple that went to Hawaii, took their kids and went to Hawaii for the week for Thanksgiving. So, like. Had I known that that Maui Classic was in Honolulu and it was this week, I think I would have gone to Hawaii. Right? So. Yeah, yeah we're going. Yeah, they're off. They're off the whole week. And I was like, wow, I didn't know that. So, <laughs> I learned something new today. I thought that everyone was off here in Vegas and just my daughter's school is off. So, you know. There, there we go. But I, it, I wouldn't put it past her to hustle me on that. I'll, I'll give you that. Right. Speaking of hustlers. Oh, my. Damn. Arrowhead Stadium. No match for the Philadelphia Eagles. 21-17. Wow. I think we got that game right yesterday, Dave. <laughs> um, I believe so. All of the, the juice plays that were brought over to here on the BVB and the bet it or book it. It was bet it, bet it, bet it, <laughs> bet it. I think all of them. Money right. line plus two and a half, eight and a half, and under 51 and a half, and under 45 and a half. Four and oh, I've hit 12 straight bets in the NFL. I'm gonna, I, I'm so due to cool off. I am so due to have a brutal Thanksgiving. I'm gonna have a brutal, like, do not bet my place on Thanksgiving and Black Friday. There's no way I'm gonna, I'm gonna be profitable. I'm gonna have a losing day. There's no way. It's just, it's been a very fun two days betting the NFL. How do you think the guys like JC from KC field today um, with Kansas City? Like the Kansas City fans have to face reality. Furman tweeted it yesterday, and I retweeted it. They haven't scored in the second half of a football game since week seven. They are it's, who we thought they were. Uh-oh. They oh. are who we thought they were. Their offense sucks. Oh. Can we just Hold say on. it? Hold on. Can Hold we on. just say the Whoa. quiet part out loud? Whoa. Can we just say what the reality Whoa. is with the KC Chiefs and why we bet against them yesterday on a variety of different ways? Here he goes. Their offense is not good. They can't run the ball. They have one weapon who now is love drunk and dropping passes. Wait, timeout, timeout. They ran a ball for more yards in the first half of the game. The Eagles gave up more yards rushing in the first half of yesterday's game than they had given up in any full game all season. Continues. Because they they wanted them to do that. They did? 
Yes, they wanted them to do that. That was part of their game plan to make them do that. Mm. The difference was that that the unfortunately for in the first half, at least the Eagles offense wasn't doing what it needed to do. (laughs) Eagles offense wasn't humming. And in the second half, it got going and the defense made some adjustments and they took away the run, but they also did a great job of continuing to take away the pass. Oh, there's nobody else besides Kelsey. There's nobody else. I, I mean, this is like watching Tom Brady all over again. This is what happens when you're spending money in other places and you're paying defensive linemen and you're paying offensive linemen and you're paying running backs and you're paying players these big contracts like Kelsey, who now is making $11 million a year. Travis Kelsey last year made three. He's making 11 now. This is what happens when you start paying your players. It happened to the Patriots where you start trying to, you know, bargain basement shop because you have a great quarterback, an all-time great quarterback, and you figure out, you know, he'll elevate that C-plus player to a B-minus, and we can win with B-minus players when we have an A-plus quarterback. How about, and then how, you, how about this? And then you drop the ball with the game on the line. Okay. This is – so uh, Kendall just popped in the chat Hi. and said, because Travis can't catch a ball, let's True. be honest. That and, and then she said, and he fumbled it to – On top of that, yep. LMAO. So two, two trips there, red zone, didn't convert, whatever. And then JC from KC, which again, sir, thank you for coming to be here and – you know, take it and give it. And this is what we do. It's never personal. It's mm. always business. Um, he had a great comment here. Four times in history has a Super Bowl champion had three games in a season where they scored zero points in the second half. Three of those teams had three straight games of scoring zero points in the second half. Is that done? Like, are we? I told you it was Baltimore. Done. I is told in you in the number July. one seed spot. Can we just cross July. out the Chiefs for making I, it to Vegas? I did it in July. I did it in July. I told you in July the KC Chiefs put You're a done. line through them. They're not make nobody goes back to back in the NFL anymore. Nobody, not even the Patriots. Nobody. You don't go back to back. You have too many issues, too many problems, too many injuries. Now too many distractions. To go back to back. Meanwhile, if Scantling, whatever the MVS, MVS catches that ball, they win the game. Of course. Do you know how many Patriot games ended like that? If they had caught that ball, it's right there. How many right there? If Gronkowski catches the football in the Super Bowl against the Giants, it's right there. If 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 the ball gets caught by Wes Welker, it's right there. I mean, there's a million things you can look back on in Super Bowls and big games where it was right there, and it doesn't get caught. And you lose. That's football. That's the margin of error. You must make that play because you know who makes that play? Tyreek Hill makes that play. Oh. Okay. Cheetah makes that play. He ain't on the Chiefs no more. Correct. But they made a decision not to. Do you know who the best wideout in the game is right now? Tyreek Hill. Pretty good. (laughs) He's way ahead. The numbers he has produced this year, way better than anything in the NFL. Now, Justin Jefferson's been hurt, but Tyreek Hill is the best wideout in the game. And this is what happens when you make decisions, whether it be personnel, personal, or money, and you move off of all-time greats. And you go and, you know, when you had that guy who could take the top off the defense, quarterbacks, look, Giselle said it after the Wes Welker drop. Oh, 
bring Giselle back into this. He can't throw and catch the ball at the same time. Oh, bring Giselle back into this. It's the same thing with Patrick Mahomes. I tweeted it last night. Patrick can't throw and catch the ball at the same time. Oh, man. So you could have an unbelievable quarterback the puts the ball like literally he could walk up 60 yards and put the ball right where he wants it and says, go catch it, MVS. And he drops it because he can't catch. That's why he's on 18,000 teams. But they made a decision to go with him <laughs> over other options. I mean, looking in hindsight, yeah. could you imagine if DeAndre Hopkins was on the Chiefs? They could have had him. He was on the, He was there. They just chose not to pay him the same way the Titans did. Or could they not afford to pay him? Which is part of the problem. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I'm not ready to bury the Chiefs yet. Let's ask the chat. This is what happens on the show. Move the pencil, Patricia Peralt, or Peralt Coach Patricia. I didn't mean to call you Patricia. Like it's fine. I understand. I know. I know. I know, I know you're calling you, me. Yes. As soon as you put the pencil in here, I, I can't stop. I know it's fine. My name's Matt. His name is P and P. Patricia Peralt. I get it. We're all good. There you go. I, Will the, the Chiefs be in the AFC Championship? No. Put it in there. Yes or no? No. Put it in the chat. I am. It's right, it. it's right there. It's up now. Okay. Will the Chiefs be in the AFC Championship game? I put the E, but it's it, whatever. That's okay. Doing too fast, but that's fine. You were doing answers. It. No. The answer is yes. You're going to lose at home again, then. They're going to win a division. Okay. Good. Fine. Uh, the one if seed the playoffs by. ended, If the season ended today, the Steelers would go to the Chiefs in the first round. Problem game for the Chiefs. Problem game, absolutely problem game. With what the hell's going on in Pittsburgh? That's Prob a problem game. Problem, problem game, absolutely problem game. Hundred percent. Chiefs, get, look, it's going to go into Arrowhead in January and win a football game. Yeah, because you're easy to turn around, and hand the ball off every single time. They're going to run the ball and play defense and win the game ten seven. Chiefs defense is good. Chiefs offense is as you say, caca. All right. Their offense ain't good. Man. It's just there. You look at the Mahomes is phenomenal. Offensive line average. Look, on the same day that Travis Kelsey dropped a key third down. Oh, boy. Fumbled a football in the red zone. Trying to put this guy. The interview came out in the Wall Street Journal in which Travis Kelsey said the following for the first time, sounding a whole heck of a lot like Brady and Gronk. The only thing I've ever nearly really been open about, the discomfort, the pain, the lingering injuries, the 10 surgeries I've had that I still feel every single day, every single surgery to this day. This is what Brady and Gronk were saying at the end. Yeah. And what does he have? He has two Super Bowl rings. Uh huh. He has a ton of money. Uh huh. And he has the richest entertainer on the planet uh. as his girlfriend. Where do you think he would want to be? Does Travis Kelsey, does he want to be on a football field getting hit? No. Or would he have rather been in Brazil dancing in the PR tent with Taylor? Because I think that question is running around his brain. Going, do I need to do this? Do I need, if have I found the girl I want to marry? If the answer oh. is yes, oh, oh, right? If the, it, well, let's put it in the real category, okay? Let's play it out as if this is a real, and I'm still not 100% sure it is, but let's say it's real, okay? She is touring 
all of next year, for the entire year of 2024, she is on tour. She is going all over the place. International. She's going to Europe. She's going to Canada. Mm-hmm. She's going all, all she's they just booked dates for December of 2024. She's booking right. dates for this era store. Yeah. There's a big f- theory, a big thought on the internet among Swifties that this is it for Taylor. She will tour next year and then she will go lock it up. I'm done guys. I just toured for two years. I'm 33. Yeah. I'm getting married. I'm going to have a life. I'm going to have children. I'm going to build a family. I can't spend all the money I have. I'm going to go out and do my singer songwriter phase. And I'm going to make a bunch of music with a bunch of people that I like. And I'm not going to tour again for a very long time. See you when I'm 40. And she's going to take Travis with her. And there's the retirement option for Travis Kelsey. Still has his brain, still has his body, can still move, has not suffered any catastrophic injuries. Can it, what's left to accomplish? He's a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. He's got two rings. Right. And now he gets to potentially marry the girl of his dreams. Like, if it's real, you can see it. If this is real, this is a real relationship. If he legitimately is head over heels in love, I get this from Travis Kelsey. If this is where it's just a human nature, guys can relate to this. You find the woman you want to marry, it's the line from, um, when Harry met Sally, when you find the woman you want to spend the rest of your life with, you want to spend the rest of your life with her. I'll give you a line from a movie. Mm-hmm. Mickey said it in Rocky. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Women weaken legs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Get out in the road. Start running. Like your man, David Goggins says, stay hard. Let's go. <laughs> More what are you one. doing, Travis? Yeah. You're getting no. soft. What do you mean? He wants to be soft. He wants to be soft. Your brain wants, this is quote David Goggins. Your brain wants you to be soft. Your brain wants you to take the easy way out all the time. We are hardwired as human beings. Our brains are hardwired to take the easy way out. Always. You have to fight that in your brain because your brain is designed, is wired to coddle, to find food, find shelter, find warmth compassion, caring, loving, all that stuff. He's 33 years old. He wants it. He's looking for it. He went after it. He shot his shot. He landed the biggest pop star in the world who, by all accounts, loves him too. So if this is true, this is real. On this show, I don't. I'm just saying it's a it's a real. This is what we do. This is life. Okay. This is real life impacting what is going on. But his numbers without Taylor in attendance suck. Oh, no. And I, I get it. I'm doing oh, the same thing of like, give me a break. I said yesterday, like, give me a break. There's something wrong with the guy. Oh, no. I, I mean, he looks lost. He, Dave, he you know what's dropped- wrong with him? He's on double and triple coverage, and there ain't another guy in the field to get open. Okay. So, explain, and everyone so knows it. Explain the third and four drop to me for a second. Drop then, when the he was. The ball was raining like hell. Single coverage. Ball. Oh, he makes that catch 100 times out of 100. That's a Kelsey special. He drop balls every week. It's a pretty big drop. Game it was a on gigantic the line. drop for the moment. Huge, huge you can't drop. Put that on Tay Tay. No, I'm putting it on him, not on Taylor. There's nothing to do with Taylor. It's him. He wants to be doing something me? else. Is that what we're saying right now? What are you talking? About? I'm just saying he wants to be doing. He looks like somebody who wants to be doing something else. He looks like somebody who is like Gronk was commercial. 
I mean that too, right? He wants to be the that. rock. We know this for a fact. This is why I called it was I called it out when the Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey thing started. I said it's fake because everything we had heard about Kelsey was he's gonna be on every commercial, he signed with new management, and he wants to be an actor. He wants to be an actor, he wants to be the rock. Careful what so, you wish for. I mean, this is what Careful he wants what to you go wish into. For, Travis. I agree. So, and That's this is a hard where, gig. I mean, not really, not if you do it right, it's not. I mean, look what The Rock turned it into. I mean, The Rock wasn't half as one player. in a million. There's a lot of guys that retire from sports that think they're going to go. They get one or two acting roles. Think, oh, this is great. They never get called again. Fine, fair. But Taylor's going to be a director. Taylor, oh. Taylor, Taylor will put it all in all well, of her movies. Getting, that's getting in with the boss, that's right? One way to do it. I mean, Taylor's going to be. You know, she wants to act as well. Like the both of them just go do movies together. That could be their thing. They just go and do you know whatever they want to do. They are in their 30s and they know the rest of their life they can do whatever they want whenever they want it. It's hard. I just pointed out in the chat. Uh, who was it? Vinnie Konowinski said, Matt, the Stones have toured since the 1960s. Correct. And they are still touring. She has a long time till she's done. Yeah. Guess what she has that Mick Jagger doesn't? A baby maker. It's a little baby. different, guys. It's a little different. Stones. Mick Jagger can go impregnate whoever he wants all over the place. She wants to have, he wants to be pregnant. You see Rihanna. How much has Rihanna toured since she's been having kids? doesn't happen all that much. That's why she played the Super Bowl. Okay. She did it while she was pregnant on top of that. She did it pretty good too. She did. I'm not saying Taylor will be gone from the limelight. She'll never be seen again. I'm just saying her on tour is not going to be something we see after 2024 for a while. She will go away. Now, what does that mean? You can record music at home and raise your kids. You don't have to go out there and tour for it. You can still produce music. You can still produce right. concerts, you know, small, intimate setting concerts. And you could do videos and stuff like that with when you're pregnant or with kids. But like, you're not going to go out on a two-year world tour like she's doing right now. Right. So, yes, the Stones have kept going. And, and it's impressive. And I love the fact that they keep on going. I love that U2 is, I mean, Bono is 63 years old playing, playing Vegas every other night. So, yes, she can keep going. Not always better when they keep going, too, though. I don't know. It's a lot of fun to watch the, I mean. I mean, it's fun to be nostalgic, but, like, you know, sometimes like, I remember going, I, I worked security for the Stones in 92. Wow. The summer of 92. It's incredible. We worked the floor, <laughs> me and my brothers. And Moses, the barber, got us all a gig. He paid us 100 cash in an envelope after the show. It was tremendous. But that Stones crowd then was old. It was 92. <laughs> no, 94. 94. It was 94. Okay, it whatever. Was 94. Same difference. Fine. In 1994, the summer of 1994, we did a bunch <laughs> of shows. We did Pink Floyd. It was amazing. 30 years ago. 94 was 30 years ago. 30 years ago. So they're still going. They're still going. And, I, and Taylor can still go. Absolutely. But all I'm saying is that I... I'm starting to look at Travis in, in a different light because he's doing everything else besides really focusing on football. And this is what Tom Brady talked about on the Stephen A. Smith show about the product, about where we are here. I think there's a lot of mediocrity in today's NFL. I don't see the excellence that I saw in the past. He went on to talk about all the great players that he saw and how the league is trying to take violence out instead of teaching offensive players how to take a hit. 
saying we used to, and he's like, I knew I couldn't throw over the middle because Ray Lewis would have knocked out one of my players. Right. I had to be smart about who I was throwing to and when, because I knew as a quarterback, it was my job to protect my wide receivers. Instead, we're trying to remove that through rules. Coaching is not the same. And look at, I've said this before, this young rush, all these young coaches haven't been grizzled and brought up the same way that guys who have coached like Mike Tomlin and Bill Belichick and coaches who have been around the game for a long time before they get a coveted head coaching spot. Instead, you get Kevin O'Connell, who looks like he should be in like 12th grade algebra coaching the sidelines. What, what, what are you going to go after this guy for? Just saying they're super young. They're 39. They're 40. They, 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 it hasn't worked. McVay won one Super Bowl and then everyone else wanted to hire kids. Yes. If the measurement is a Super Bowl or you stink, a lot of guys stink. I mean, I that's mean, that's the barometer we use for players. You, that's for the Hall of Fame. You can have a very successful career, continue to win. At some point, yes, you need to win one to validate it all. But one team and one coach wins the Super Bowl every year. Correct. But the but the the level you don't play, have the tools to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, but you agree with this. The product stinks. The NFL oh, product. I'm just saying the product is not what it was when we were young. The correct. And, and Brady is saying it out loud with, on a big microphone today on the Stephen A. Smith show yeah. saying this is a big problem. I'm watching a lot of mediocre football. And we would agree Sunday and Monday night is now 14 and one to the under. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's just, it's constantly you know, just under Monday under. night is 12 and or 11 and one now just Monday night. And then so, Sunday night you throw in there too is about the same. I think it's also 11 and one. So 22 and two, games. 22 and two to the under something like that. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's true when explain when that you look at it from the, from the numbers perspective, we don't have to look at it from quality of play or what, cause that's all subjective. Let's just boil it down the numbers. Cause that's what a lot of people like to do. We've been saying it in the books for years. The referees have a lot of control over outcomes of games. It feels like it's over-officiated, yet at the same time now with the replay booth and they put the guys from the field in the booth to validate whatever needs to be said. So there's no one really questioning that to the point where you're like a watchdog. You're just more like a, a, a rubber stamp. Okay, that's bad enough. But you've now legislated the game where we can't hit anybody too hard because that's a penalty or targeting or somebody's defenseless. Well, I'm running over the middle to catch a ball. Of course I'm defenseless. So how do you integrate that into the thing? And then how do you tell someone who's a speeding bullet? The athletes have never been better than they are now. Guys getting ready to run out of bounds. So are you let up or it's a 15 yard penalty. Oh, wow. Okay. So now I can't hit him. I saw a play Sunday night. Dobbs was running to the right. Looked like he was going to go out of bounds and stopped. And the defender actually stopped. Dobbs backed up and threw the touchdown pass. He would have got ran through on that one touchdown. But the defender was like, you could tell he cautiously went out. Well, he was trying to block the pass too because the guy had missed the tackle. So that was, I, I, I don't know the play you're talking about. The bigger problem that was the fumble that Dobbs had because the guy from the, the Broncos got a four game suspension, but it wasn't even flagged. That fumble. I mean, Dobbs got lit up in the face, got his head snapped back. Right. Referee right there didn't flag it. Fumble. Now, changed the whole context of that game. It was a 21-20 victory for the Broncos. Yeah. That three points was the margin. 
Should have been a 15-yard penalty. Those points never should have been scored. Yeah. And the guy right there, staring at the play, goes, okay. <laughs> Ball to the Broncos. Like, wait a minute, what? And the league's like four game suspension for that hit. It's it's very, very, it's it's getting harder and harder to officiate. And then listen, the quality of play, the need to rush a guy into the lineup and get reps on the job because you only have first three or four years to make a rookie quarterback work because you got to keep them under that first contract because the second contract costs too much. The pressure on the new coaches to come in there and win because they only got a three- to four-year window. If they're lucky, sometimes it's two. And they right. go, We're, you're out, bringing new people in. Nobody wants to be a coordinator for too long because then you get labeled that you're a coordinator and you can't get a head job. Eric so there's Danny. constant movement there. Guys used to have a coordinator for eight, nine years. You've got a working relationship. You knew what worked for him. He knew what you were going to call. It worked, and teams had stability. There's no stability in any of it. So when, you know, TB said that, yes, the, the I mean, the product is the product. We've been saying it in risk rooms and books for years. How people legitimately bet real money on this is questionable, but we all know the game, so we still do it. But is it better? I don't think it's better than it was, unless you're betting unders on the primetime games, and then the oh, trend right. is yeah, no, right. yeah, absolutely. If, you, if you're betting, which I am now, I, I mean, I'm not even handicapping anymore. I'm just betting Sunday, Monday, under. Like, I did right. both. I didn't handicap it. I just said, what's the number? Under. What's the number? Under. Like, it's just Sunday. Thursday's different. I bet over on Thursday, and that hit. But Thursday, take that out. Sunday, Monday night, and what's funny too, because we, for the longest time, we've talked about the fact that we were like, Thursday is the crap game. Yeah. Well, you know, Thursday has been the crap game, but it has as crappy as, as what we've seen. So it's been bad. The product is not as good. And the league is going to have to take a really hard look at itself because this is the one thing you can hate Dana White all you want. And I have plenty of problems with Dana White. But the one thing that Dana White has always been able to maintain with the UFC is, what are we? We're fighting. We can't do this patty cake, protect the athlete at all cost type stuff. Our players get hurt. Our athletes get hurt. And when they get hurt, we'll take care of them. But this is the fight game. And you're getting punched in the face. Football is a violent, violent sport. And if we're not willing to accept the violence of football, and if mm -hmm. the players who are on the field are not willing to accept the violence of football, we should probably stop doing what we're doing because he's right in terms of you're making defensive players. Essentially, it's almost impossible to play defense today. It's very hard. I mean, Patrick Mahomes got a roughing the passer penalty last night, late in that game in which he jumped up. And a player jumped up with him to hit him and met him and got called for a flag because he contacted the helmet of Patrick Mahomes. Like what? Like he flopped, he rolled around. He said, where's the flag? Where's the flag? And he got the flag and Tom Brady would do the same thing. They work. Okay. The rules that what I mean, they have. Tom was by the end. Tom, of was, course, but he knew the rules that the point was he knew how to work the rules for his advantage. I don't know if Brady thought it was right. He just knew how to work the referees because their job was to protect him because of the 2008 
low hit on his knee, which blew up his knee. That changed the rules. Can't lose Tom Brady. Can't lose Patrick Mahomes. But, and I'm all for protecting the quarterback, but we have to understand the game right now is getting to be unwatchable because sometimes it's pass interference. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's the passer. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes he's defenseless. Sometimes he's not. Is he a runner? Is he a passer? Was it to the head and neck area? Like we're, it's like, oh my gosh, my head hurts. Can we just play the game? Like just play the game. Like stop having all of these rules to try to protect people. It's violent. If you don't like it, don't play it. No one's making you. But just like the UFC, there's hundreds of fighters waiting and praying for that call. There's hundreds and hundreds of football players waiting and praying for that call to make the NFL. And so we are constantly trying to make a violent sport not violent with these rules. And it's making the product worse because Brady's right. We Coaches aren't teaching their players how to protect themselves because they wait for the league to do it. They want the NFL to protect them. It's not working. It's making a crap product. It's making it boring. We're not seeing offense. We're not developing quarterbacks. We're firing guys like crazy. You know, we're getting rid of all these different players with like a, a blink of an eye. Yep. I mean, your team just fired the offensive coordinator. Yeah, they did. The first coordinator head coach in season firing in 81 years for the Pittsburgh Steelers. How bad was it that they had to do it? (laughs) They didn't want to do it, but they knew how bad it was. It was to the point where your fan base was getting ready to revolt and start picketing out in front of used to be called Heinz field. Acrisure. Acrisure field. Yeah. Well, they were chanting it at penguin games. Um, Pat and the boys were in Utah. They started a chant there. (laughs) I mean, Everywhere people were saying it. Oh, I don't know if that's the answer, but something had to be done. And obviously it was done. Uh, We'll see. The Steelers are favored on the road at Cincinnati. I Mm -hmm. still can't believe it. I don't know if it's going to end that way. But look at it. If this was a different year and we just had all these injuries, the story would be all the quarterbacks getting hurt. Why are they getting hurt? What are they? What's happening? Blah, blah, blah. It's not now. Because we've become so accustomed to this where quarterbacks are getting hurt or the style of play. There's so much, there, there are so many poor quarterbacks in the NFL right now. It's unbelievable. Mac Jones, Kenny Pickett. I mean, these guys don't belong as starting quarterbacks in the NFL. And these are teams that have good defenses, have you know good coaches and long history, proud franchises, bad quarterbacks. They're all over the league. I mean, that's how the Josh Dobbs story is amazing, but four teams gave up on that guy. They, they couldn't see it. They didn't right. know how to use him. They didn't know the way to put him out there to make him successful. So guys used to come into the league. Nobody played right away. Mm. It's very rare where well, guys didn't. played right away. Mm-hmm. That's part of the problem. They're coming they're coming in and playing right away a different game. It's easy to go drop back at big colleges where you barely get touched in a game. You can sit around. You have the better players at every single position, except maybe one or two when you play another really good team. But 
it's it's a trickle down effect or trickle up. I don't know. The college game is so different from the pro game. I I heard who 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 didn't take snaps from under center like in college. They Josh they Allen can't take snaps from under center. He didn't do it. He didn't. Does it make sense? You're an NFL quarterback. That's part of the prerequisites for the job. And if you can't do it, we're going to practice it all of August. You are going to take snaps for an hour every day until you can take snaps because there's going to be a situation where you're going to need to take a snap on center and fall forward for a first down or something. Or we're going to present that we're going to do that and you're going to take the snap and then do a play action and we're going to throw. Like, it's basic stuff. I don't know. I, I I just it's how guys like Brady and Russell Wilson stayed in the league for as long as they did. Nobody could beat them out. There's not a better option. There's not the next up and coming kid. Brady played forever. So it's 46, 45 years old. It's unheard of. Well, but they never really brought anybody in to take his job. They brought him in to back him up. Right. And that was I mean, understood. That was yeah. fine. I mean, the Patriots, I mean, look, they drafted Garoppolo to replace Brady. That's why he was drafted. Bill wanted to replace him. Bill tried to trade him. Gronk, crap stopped all of it. I mean, Gronk told the story how he was traded yeah. to New Orleans, and Gronk basically called them and said, I'm retired. And they said, what do you mean? He goes, well, if I'm traded, I'm retired. And they went, okay, we're not trading for you. And then he unretired. <laughs> he kept playing with the Patriots. Like, that's just how... Belichick wanted to trade a bunch of players to, to kind of start it over again. And Robert Kraft was like, you're not doing that. And right. I mean, I think Robert Kraft was in the right to stop Belichick from himself because the Patriots won one, two Super Bowls after he tried to trade Brady and Gronk. But it's a wild look at where the league is with some of these really older quarterbacks who hung around a lot longer than ever before. And the answer was always, well, they're in better at condition. They take care of themselves better. You know, Kenny Staber was out there doing shots and smoking heaters at halftime. So, like, this is a totally different type of world now. But <laughs> there seems to be a problem with younger talent coming up not being as good or ready to play like they used to be. You know, it's really hard to to play quarterback in the NFL when you have an offensive line that can't block. Fair. And Fair. be expected to be able to be a Heisman Trophy winner or, you know, one of the top three quarterbacks in college when you get to a pro team that cannot protect the quarterback at all. It requires everybody. I mean, just like this show, we, we need people to watch the show to do the show. There is no show if you guys don't come in, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, tell somebody. We literally could be doing an unbelievable show and me and you talking to each other. It's not going to be sustainable. You cannot have an offense without an offensive line. You need to protect the quarterback. Mm -hmm. The other thing that, I mean, it's, I don't know, it's not being talked about nearly as much as it was just even at the beginning of the season, but the running game is non-existent. Gone. It, it just not part of the game anymore, which I think the Eagles still do pretty well. That's why thanks to their quarterback more than anything. Exactly. But they've, they've, they've made it a part of the offense. Right. And to some people, it's boring. Yes, it's winning football. Winning football boring. for decades. Run the ball. Pass when you have to. Maintain more possession time than the other team. Play really good defense. And don't make mistakes on special teams. 
We're going to be in every game. If we can do those things, doesn't matter who's doing it. We need all of you as one. You know, everybody is somebody. All right. On that situation, nobody is nobody. Let's go. Now let's go forward and do it. The Eagles are doing it. If you don't get help from everybody, you can't win in the NFL. It's a team game. It's the ultimate team game. Really is. And you can't have one person not do their job because the entire play gets blown up because one person does does not do what they're supposed to do. And far too often, (laughs) these teams, linemen, tight ends, running backs, whoever, they're supposed to do their job and they fail. And thus the play fails or the quarterback gets drilled or the team, you know, gets hit, guy gets hit, fumbles, interception, whatever it might be. But I mean, I don't know the stat in front of me, but I'm just looking at my own viewing of watching the NFL red zone offense is terrible. terrible. It's so bad. It's terrible. I mean, it is as bad as I've ever seen it in the NFL. It is almost like I assume the teams are going to kick field goals. You, You can see it. So it's been three years since I've been in a risk room, but when you do the in game and they get in the red zone, from like the 20 to the 10, you assume a field goal. Used to. Kicking's not as good as it was even before, too. And they've did that by design with the balls and all other stuff. Mm-hmm. But then once you got inside the 10 and to the five, this computer would almost assume a touchdown. First and goal from the five or less meant a touchdown more than it did a field goal. Now, it doesn't. And you can see the number not being adjusted until you know. So... I, I see PSU Shep in the chat. He said Pickett looks lost and afraid to get hit uh, out out there. That's fine. But is it the book's fault that there are so many primetime unders? When will they adjust? They are adjusting because of what you just said. The, the red zone offense, is it a lack of ingenuity or is it is it just tremendous red zone defense? I, I, it got me thinking when Chris Collinsworth said it about Joshua Dobbs with the Vikings, he said, okay, here is where everything changes because with every team, they run a completely different offense in the red zone than they do between the twenties. So Joshua Dobbs understands the offense for the Vikings between the twenties, but inside the red zone, he really doesn't have much of an idea what's going on. It's all scramble drill. Basically it's first look, second look, Joshua Dobbs, make a play run around and he made a play with that first touchdown, but far too often you're asking the quarterback to improvise and that can cause problems. And maybe you run to the short side. Nobody's open, nowhere to go. These are four, four linebackers. Okay. These guys can fly. (laughs) So like you start going side by side, the quarterback doesn't have anywhere to go. So I think it is because of lack of ingenuity, but I also think it's because it's hard to score in the red zone. Now defenses are better. I, I I don't know. I, I think it's so hard to pin it on one thing, but as you're seeing it, you can you can tell. And uh, Alex L just came in the chat and said, "That's true, Dave. The league is devaluing the run game. Analytics probably tells teams because uh, it makes more it makes more sense to pass more often. Of course, it's it's not working. It's not working." I mean, because teams aren't used to lining up and slamming it down someone's throat three times. Because Austin expand the end zones like the Canadian. Oh, absolutely not. 
No, I would be so against that. I would be, I would be irate if the NFL went down that road. Leave it alone. Make them They'll get never better. do it because there's seats right up against it. They're right. never going to yeah. take away never. seats. Yeah, no, can never happen. the end zones by 10 more yards. Yeah, awful idea. But the thing that I want to see, and this is often us on fans, right? Like, let's let's put it to ourselves. Yep. Let's say it's first in goal from the five. Mm-hmm. They run the ball three times. Brick wall, brick wall, brick wall. What's the response in the in the stadium from a home crowd? Don't stop booing. Non-stop booing. That's why they throw because they're trying to, do, we are, to, we are to blame as much as anything. But saying, if you run, run, run and get in, they cheer. Correct. Yep. But they're right. But you, if you don't score, that's but the if problem. you pass, run, it's, pass and don't get in, they boo. Well, yeah, but they're almost, they're okay with it because they're like, okay, just unfortunate. You didn't score this time around, but you tried, you called the right play. Everyone's an armchair OC. So we're all like, Every you know, do it. Why do you, you knew the offensive line had no push their defensive line. You can't run on these guys. What are you doing? You knew that going in. You can't run. Why can't you run on them? Like, you know where you're going. They don't. That's what running the football is. Your linemen know where they're supposed to be. The D linemen are all in reactionary mode yet. They're blowing up your offensive line and pushing them backwards. That's an offensive line problem, right? I mean, the Eagles don't have that problem. Eagles go to, I mean, they did the, 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 the brotherly shove from the one and a half last night. They're, they're not even going to the one anymore. Mm. They're going, if they're anywhere near the end zone, they're going ahead and pushing it in. Forget, you know, snap, turn around, hand the ball off to a power dive to a halfback. Now <laughs> they're just doing full blown rugby, rugby scrum from the one and a half yard line. I love to look back. And, and learn something from history. I would go back to like the nineties right now. Okay. Or to early two thousands or something and figure out what worked violence for offenses in the red zone. Violence. Say, We're going back to that <laughs> violence. I want violence. Give me back my football. I'm not the one out there. Okay. They're choosing to do it for entertainment. And I, and I bless every player out there. I hope none of them get hurt. I hope none of them suffer injuries. It's a dangerous damn game. It is scary. It's scary to box. It's scary to, to play, to, to, to do MMA. It's scary to do karate, jujitsu, all sorts of things in the world are scary. That's why we like it. Human beings. Again, Dana White understands one basic principle. Human beings like to watch violence. This is going back to the days of the beginning of the Olympics. My guy is men than your like guy. men like to watch that. No women do too. No, they don't. Yes, they do. A hundred percent. Women like violence. I knew so many of my friends who like violence, who like MMA, who like football. They watch it because humans are naturally attracted to violence. And we've tried to take violence out of football. It's It has to stop now. We all have to understand and come to the same arrangement, the same agreement. It's a dangerous sport. Let the football players play football. I think even they want it. They want to play football. They don't know what to do anymore. Oh, it's you can see it. Like the uncertainty of some plays. They won't say it out loud, but you can tell by their actions. They're not even sold on. I, remember when guys used to just 
they were running to the corner to the pylon, and here come that linebacker, here come that defensive back. They both put their shoulder down, and you knew there was going to be a collision, and the better man won. The offensive fell over the goal line, or that defensive guy popped him and made him go backwards or sideways, and he didn't get there. There's none of that anymore. Like, you don't see that. It's so, I don't know. It's frustrating. I know when you're watching a game and you're trying to bet it and stuff, it's it's even harder. But, like, as a fan, maybe we are missing out on that. I don't know if everybody likes violence. I'm not, I, I, I know they did. I know that, yes, there's people that do. Do you think, do you think Maddie likes it? Do you think Kendall likes it? I know my daughter likes it. I know that. I mean, she likes she, watching football for the violence. She watched a sparring match. She watched me spar and she watched sparring for the first time, live violence. She yeah. watched it. She was completely transfixed by it. And she couldn't believe you were getting hit. Yeah. But she goes, how'd that feel? She, I go, how do you think about that? She goes, it was really interesting. She goes, I've never seen that before. She goes, I've seen it on TV, but seeing it in person is totally different. Totally and it, different. And it is. It's totally different when you watch somebody. You but know, everything is totally different. Of person. course. But you're watching violence. You're watching somebody actually get hit. You're hearing leather hit skin, flesh, hell, you know, headgear. You're, that's a different sound in person. Then right. when you hear, you know, helmet, when guys crack together on a football field and pads are popping, it sounds different in person. Oh, you're like, that's like, okay. It gives you a little bit of, oh, oh yeah. You're like, this is, this is, but it gives the same people who hit too the same thing. Like, look, I get it in college football. I don't want everyone to see a college, a college football player get seriously injured. Targeting is a really scary thing. Okay. But when you get to the NFL, I feel like we ha- we're trying to homogenize the college game and the pro game way too much. Like the protections, take the kid gloves off in the NFL. Like stop. Let these guys play football. The product is suffering so dramatically. People want to see offense, but they also want to see the game, the game that we know, power football. Getting guys to make unbelievable plays both on offense and defense. And we're seeing fewer and fewer place like that do you remember the segment on monday night where he he got jacked up yes they'll never do that again (laughs) ever again never in a million years and that jacked up sweet lou from the 412 just put it in there so right said the best was you got jacked up like you wouldn't watch we wouldn't even watch the show with sound in a book until that segment that commercial or you know pre-tease it coming up is the jacked up. We would turn on the sound in the book to get everybody ready for the game. That's what I mean. Like I remember watching NFL's greatest hits were hits VCR tapes, 45 minutes of collisions, blow ups, all this other stuff and going, how in the world are these guys getting up? So I it's don't the know. same thing that happens because now we have like the gridiron greats, right? These are players who have been left behind by the NFL because the NFL didn't do right by them then. Right. And so they're trying to do right by them now or make the NFL do right by them now. But you, I've talked to these guys. I've talked to former NFL players and I've talked to them as to what they've, what they've gone through. They wouldn't trade it for the world. They know what they were doing. They knew what they signed up for. Yeah, it sucks right now. My hips busted, my knee, I can't walk. I can't feel this. It sucks, blah, blah, blah. They lived a life that none of us had ever lived. They lived at a level that so few people get to experience. Yeah, but but there's a lot of people now that are smarter, wiser, 
trying to walk away from the game. With That's okay. Barry that. Sanders did walk away. I'm cool with anyone who wants to walk away. If Kelsey or, wants to walk away, walk away. Or or play without that constant danger. And there you can't have it both ways. I, I know you can't. You're saying you can't have both you, ways. That's what the league is trying to have it both right. ways. We're and that's trying ridiculous. to keep our football. Ugh. All they had to do was take care of the older players. They didn't really do the older right. players right. No. So correct. now they're trying to cover the tracks and make it change in a game instead of changing the way they treat players when they're retired. Right. The concussion movie is all you need to watch about the fact the NFL denied, 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 denied. It was like gambling, right? Deny, 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 deny. It's bad, it's bad, it's bad. Oh, shit. Give me it all. Give me it all. Right. Now yeah. it's no concussion. Our game, our game is safe. No one gets concussions. No one gets CTE. Everything is perfectly fine. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we do. Yep, CTE. Ban it all. Get rid of it all. Like, it's just how this league is so overreactionary versus actually trying to do the right thing. It's it's just, it's such, I'm so pissed off right now about the way that football is being played just because I feel like it is a different game. And then Brady says the quiet part out loud. And I go, we'll never see Rodney Harrison again. Ronnie Lott will never be in the NFL ever again. Think about the players that we knew. Defensive players who we knew who would fucking light your light up coming across the middle. And we all were like, oh boy, here we go. Oh boy. Bam. And it was like that got us all going, got the crowd going. The black and blue divisions turning into like the pink and baby blue division. Whoa, whoa. It's like, what is going on with this game? It's not, this is not what we used to watch in terms of football. The Patriots won three Super Bowls by beating the shit out of everyone on defense. Ooh. Tom Brady didn't, he was a game manager. Tom Brady just didn't turn the ball over. That's why Belichick liked him. Bled, Bledsoe was chucking the interceptions like crazy. So he played Brady. The defense is why the Patriots won three championships. Look at those scores. Look at those games. How they beat the Rams. Yeah, Brady and, and Vinatieri. The defense. Bam. They beat the holy hell out of the Rams. Every time they snapped the football, they were leveling somebody. So yeah. much so they changed the rules. Saying, oh, we can't do that. Greatest show on turf got lit up by the Patriots. That wasn't good. 14-point dog won the thing outright. Uh, give me more of that. Where are the bears? Where are the 85 bears? Run the ball with sweetness. Have the fridge. Knock your blocks off. Singletary. I mean, these are guys that just, we knew who these defensive players were. I'm surprised TJ Watt. Oh, this is an all-time rant. He froze with that face. Mikey Awesome's in Florida, and he's still going to get you. It's just such an annoying thing to look at great, great players. To see great players be playing football with one hand behind, behind their back like crazy. TJ Watt and guys, like every team, TJ Watt's incredible. But like every team had players like TJ Watt now. Like every team had a great defensive end. Every team had a great defensive player. You had to. You couldn't play the game otherwise. Put it in the chat. Put it in the chat. You don't have to put this poll up. We're going to just have the people put their favorite person like when they take a defense from back in the day when they watched i mean it's the whole it's the whole how i grew up was the steelers the steel curtain jack ham was my next door neighbor jack lambert mean joe green donnie shell was the safety that allowed mel blunt to cover guys because donnie shell would you know light you up if you came across the middle 
So I remember the Steelers defense from the 70s like I was like it's going on right now. And over the years, it was always that. I always remember the defensive players, <laughs> you know, the offensive players did the job as well. And I mean, there was teams that had great offenses, but you know, the Niners in the eighties, Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, everybody remembers them. You remember Ronnie Lott? Of course. You know, he did a lot and cut and, his and, damn finger off to play football. There, yeah. So guys were different back then. The game was different back then. I think uh what is that? Who is the are the Chiefs in the AFC title game? 60, 71% said yes. 61% just did a poor job yes. with okay. the with the cut. Sorry. All right. With that. But oh wow, Brian Erlocker, Brian Dawkins, Chris Spielman, LT, yeah. Ed Reader, Brian Dawkins, Troy Palomalu. Wow. Kevin Green. Tyrone Poole, Bob Sanders. Yeah. For me, it's Rodney Harrison and and, and Teddy Bruschi. Rodney Harrison. Talking about guys, I mean, Richard Dang. Seymour. Steve Atwater, LL. Steve Atwater, yeah, agreed. Bill Romanowski was crazy, but he was yes. beast. Juice head, but he was crazy, but he, he smacked people around. Sean Taylor, Joel Onler, to answer your question, Mike Allstott was the was the fullback. Make yeah. fullbacks great again. AOWN said fullbacks were hey, fullbacks give, were a give, vital give, part give. of offense, P. Ralt. They're gone. Oh, yeah. Niners use a Niners still have one big part of their run game. Yeah. How, how are the Niners? Pretty good. Very, very good. Great physical team. Run the ball down your throat. Yeah, absolutely. That's because <laughs> thankfully, if you're a Niners fan, your head coach is the son of a really good 90s coach who understands how to, how to play football. I just think you have to have that in your toolbox. If you don't have that in your toolbox, when it comes time where the defense can match your offensive line or be better, mm -hmm. you have to find a way to be able to get three yards when you need to get three yards. And right now it's pass the ball. Yeah. Third and three, pass the ball. Not not only pass the ball, but it's like get in shotgun. So you're already now you need eight yards from where you're at. Right. <laughs> Have a guy go in motion and fake it here, or to, yeah. you know, fake the thing behind and do this. Yep. Look this way, throw it this way. I mean, it's a lot throw of it sideways. Right. Yeah. I mean, look how the Eagles were. That was pissing me off in the first half watching the Eagles. They were doing everything side to side. They weren't running side the ball. They, they they were throwing screen passes and bubble screens like every down. I was like, what are we doing? Right. Stop it. Like <laughs> they started running hurts. North and South, and it started to work. Yeah. They got big plays and opened up the pass game, and that's how their second half offense got rolling and ultimately won the game 21-17 because the Chiefs' offense is bad. So, you remember uh, Karate Kid when he said paint the fence? He said yes. paint the fence. It was up and down, not right. side to side. No Fair. side to side. Paint the fence, up, down, north, south. That's what we got to do. Agreed. Let's talk about games happening tonight. So let's go to the NBA in-season tournament. Oh. Atlanta and Indiana. Pacers, 11-1 to the over, 252. How high do the books have to go to get an under bet, Dave? I told you last week that we're going to have a 250. We got there. <laughs> we might be too high. <laughs> Although, 252. <laughs> like, this is what <sighs> – you need an under bet. We need an under bet. 11-1. <laughs> Everybody knows they go over. People that don't even watch the basketball – there's no hockey today. Yep. So for those of you waiting for the hockey portion of the show, uh, the league is off today. Yes. There's no games. So we're going to, this is the basketball portion of the show, at least the NBA. Mm -hmm. So stay in here if you'd like, because we've got other stuff to talk Why about. Why is the league off today, by the way? Do you know? I think everybody plays tomorrow. They do. 
but is that because they want it for Wednesday before Thanksgiving or something? Is that why? Yeah. It's, a, it's an interesting, like another, I mean, it's another crazy puck all day affair, but the day before Thanksgiving, we discussed yesterday, it is an absolute party. Correct. For most people. So let's party and play hockey. All right, I'm fair. I'm in. I'm game. This one, though, we finally reached a number that we can go. Maybe somebody will bet us under. Maybe. No. You're a bit older. It's 252 and a half. Yeah. 253. They're betting over. They're betting over. (laughs) They're like, forget it. We're betting over. Well, I would guess with Atlanta being the dance partner, Mm -hmm. this in-game total, if they start at all fast. 280. I was going to say 274 and a half. It'll be around the 275 mark where we yeah. might be finally at a number where we could go under and feel a little bit comfortable. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable betting under 252 in a, right now before the game. No way. Match. I do not. How Both many? One, we've seen it. Right. We've seen 131.28 way too often with this team. So no. for this game, the winner's probably going to have in a high 130s or 140 and a loser. It's a four point spread. So. Yeah. It plays out where it's 135 to 131. Well, that's, you know, that's in the 260s. So what are we going to have? 125 to 121? That's only 246. That ain't enough. Mm. The Lakers can win their bracket tonight. How about that? And make it to the knockout round of the in-season tournament if they beat Utah tonight. Laying seven and a half. Did they was that last night that they barely covered? Hold on. Yes. Oh no, they did not cover. But they won, right? Hold on. They beat Portland. Was that yeah. Sunday night or yeah, last night? I'm looking right now. Because this was back to back. NBA. No, it was Sunday night. So they had a day off. Hold on. They did have a day off. Okay. Sunday NBA. They beat the Rockets by one. Okay, right. 105-104. Yeah, LeBron hit a late free throw or something. Um, Seven. I I lean dog. I lean dog. But the Lakers will win. They need the Lakers in it. They need them here. They come here, right? Oh, they come here. Yeah. Semifinals and everything's here. Right, but they they have to win one knockout game to get here. This game or no. one more? One more. Oh, well, they're going to have that opportunity. They're going to win a game. Right? Right. right. They, they have to win one knockout game, but which game is it? No, maybe you're right. Maybe maybe they are here if they win this. I don't know. Are there four brackets or six? Which one? I thought there were six. Uh, you put the map up. I don't remember. I don't know. Oh, hold on. Let Tell me. us in the chat. Yeah, hold on. I got I got to figure this out because now I'm curious about this in terms yeah. of okay how it works. Um. All right. So group play knockout rounds. Eight teams will advance to the knockout round. Okay. The team with the best standing in group play games in each of the six group plus two wild cards. The knockout round will be single elimination games in the quarterfinals played in the NBA team markets on Monday fourth. December 4th and December 5th. 
Oh. So they are so they adding. Have a, there, there's an open spot in the schedule for these games because they don't know who's playing who where. They're in account, it counts as a regular season game. Yeah, December 4th and December 5th, Monday, Tuesday, will be the quarterfinals, which the eight teams will play, and then the winners come to Vegas. So, yeah, they got to win one more game, and Johnny they'll have a home Just came in the chat, JR33312, said the final four in Vegas, Johnny Parley will be working all three, semifinals nice. in the final. Nice. So we'll have that opportunity. There's six brackets. Thank you, Monty. Jim Monty. Yeah, I knew there were six. Yeah, there's yep. six now. I'm looking at it right now. They're, they're, they're and the quarterfinals six. are home games. So, yeah. okay. So here, the Lakers will win. If they win tonight, the Lakers will win the West A bracket. So they get to host the game. They get to host the quarterfinal game, knockout round game. Yes. Okay. Is that a win? Yeah. That'd be wild if Utah goes there and wins a game. It feels like the it feels like LeBron's going to win it because they won the bubble. Like it's just like what they do. Stop. <laughs> I don't know. It just feels like it. It's feel like they won the bubble to win it. They win this because LeBron cares about this stuff. When nobody else cares about it, LeBron does for whatever reason. He has an interest. To college basketball, we go number one Kansas tonight up against Marquette. This number was three last night. It's four and a half now. Uh, KU big tonight. Big? Big. Number never should have been three. Number should have been six. Number still should be six. Whoa. And I like Marquette a lot. I don't know about all that. Yeah, there is no answer. Hunter Dixon, if you have if you have the ability to bet Hunter Dixon props tonight, go ahead and hammer him. My gut, my gut tells me he goes for 20 and 20 tonight. Oh man. There's no one, there's nobody. There's one kid who is a thinner guy for Marquette who uh-huh. played who played well last night for Marquette and helped them beat UCLA because okay. UCLA's bigs are European players who don't like physicality. Dixon's going to ruin the interior tonight. He's going to step out, hit threes. He's going to post them up. He's a throwback, man. He's an old school big man that we used to see all the time in college basketball, but he can shoot. KU big. Big. Yeah, by more than six. All right. Well, it's up to four and a half. There's a couple of fours left. If you guys are watching it, you want to lay four, you can. Yeah. Um, I laid three. Yeah. This would be a watch and observe for me. Um, where's this being played? The Sheriff's oh. Center. No, it's the Maui Invitational. Yeah. So it's in Honolulu. Yeah. Is there going to be a crowd? This oh, yeah. A big crowd. Oh, yeah. It's a crowd last night. Big crowd last night. Big yeah. Marquette crowd. Big KU crowd. Yeah. A lot of fans there. It's easy to get to. Maui's harder, harder to get to. Right. Much easier to get to Honolulu. Much easier yeah. flight, cheaper flight. Huh. And this is, is this a, lo- this isn't a loser's bracket game, is it? No, no, no. Winter events of the finals. This is semifinals of the Maui. So Marquette won yesterday, but did not cover. Correct. One by two. Should have covered. Had a chance to cover. Missed five free throws. And then an awful call. Awful three-point call given to UCLA to hit three free throws. Oh. They should have covered. They would have covered. It wasn't for just the the nonsense at the end of the game. But that's, you know, it's betting. Uh, Marquette didn't play well. Tennessee-Purdue game? Did I do what? Did you do anything with this game? This is a game I'm going to watch. Eileen Tennessee money line. Yeah, I like Purdue. I don't. I'm not. I'm not I'm high on Purdue. Why this line isn't higher? Because Purdue 
is fortuitous to not be playing Gonzaga here because Gonzaga was 0 for 13 from three in the second half of that game they last could night. Make a shot to save their life. But if they if Gonzaga shot the way they're typical of shooting, Purdue goes down. Well, Purdue had something to do with that. There weren't nearly as many open looks in the second half as there were in the first. They missed everything. <laughs> they couldn't buy I bet much. Purdue in the second half. I was watching it. I was betting yeah. Purdue in-game. I bet under. It was a tremendous afternoon for me. Tennessee is a team that I will be very close to betting to win it all very soon. To win the whole NCAA? Watch Tennessee tonight. Tennessee's you even got really SEC good. bias in the basketball. <laughs> I'm just telling you, Tennessee's really good. I like Tennessee a lot. I like it or not. I don't like Purdue at all. I haven't liked Purdue forever. I don't like Matt Painter. I don't like Purdue. I don't like Zach Eady. I don't like anything about him. They I, have guards, though. They do. Yep. Oh, yeah. They, yeah, got, yeah. A, they got a kid from Southern Illinois who was mm-hmm. athletic as hell in distributing the ball. Yep. And then when they you know, took away passes, he took it to the basket. Yep. I had a tremendous afternoon. There was no one in the house. Me and the dog go. watched Purdue and Gonzaga yesterday. It was great. Like Purdue, wow, I think back, baby. We're, well, I love afternoon basketball. Oh, yeah. Tennessee, Tennessee, KU in the final tomorrow would be a lot of fun. Be a hell of a game. Did KU cover the big number against Charlotte? No. But they scored 56 points. KU took the foot off the gas. They scored 82 and just kind of coasted. Right. That's what I mean. Like, you don't blow out the host team. Like, 42. They could have if they wanted to. They won by 30. Ah, that was an easy one. Won by 30. But most books weren't taking action on that, too. (laughs) That was. Well, that's, I mean, that's why I was surprised. Like, when I saw that number, I'm like, 42. Yeah. That's a a book. That's a game. The number I ever put up was 34 and a half. D2 versus D1 tends to not get lines like to get put up. we got 35, we're like, I don't put that up. It's silly. Yeah. I like Tennessee. I'll, I'm betting this game in-game. Or you can, if you want to, I don't what mind this. this total over. Maybe. But Purdue, if, if you like Purdue, you like under. They don't want to run with Tennessee. Why not? No, they want a game in the 60s. Purdue wants a low-scoring game. You don't want to run with the, the Vols. That's, that's not a game you want to get into. <laughs> no one likes Purdue since Big Dog Robinson was there. JP's. JPC. It's just something about like the whole thing about Purdue. It's just where they are. I know, I know Indiana fans. I know we get a lot of people. Oh, here we go. I just, I'm just, I'm, I never don't do Purdue. it. We got a big Indiana crowd. I here. just don't like Purdue. I, I, I don't what? mind. Indi- I don't mind Indiana. I mean, I would love to go to a game in Bloomington. I'd love to go to a basketball game to, to watch, you know, the Hoosiers. I just Purdue just has always been just not, I don't know. Just, I always bet against them in the tournament. It's just, I just, I just don't like them. I just never liked them. I, I don't like Purdue. I don't like their colors. I don't like their coach. I don't like their big man. What do you mean? Now, nah, but it's a different type of black though. It's like, it's like a weird black. It's like, not like black. It's, it's black. a very, pro, it's a very prominent black. Like it's black. Yeah. But it's very prominently it's black gold that maybe you don't like. You don't like no. black. black is black. No, it's just like, it's more black. Purdue has more black, more prominently displayed like Steeler colors. It's a lot of gold. It's a lot of yellow or gold for Steelers. They have black. It's like all black for Purdue. Uniforms are always black. Everything you see is black. The logo's black. I don't know. It's just a weird thing. A Boilermaker is an odd thing. It's a drink I don't like. And it's a profession it that's tough. <laughs> Tennessee plus three and a half. Three and a half now. Plus three and a half is the consensus number. Oh, we've gone up a half a point. Okay. Tennessee plus three and a half, Purdue minus three and a half. Who do you got? Five o'clock Pacific, eight o'clock Eastern, seven o'clock Central. All you Indiana guys watching the show and listening to the show in Indiana, if your Boilermakers are not, represent, make a vote. Go Vols. P. Ralt representing the SEC on this show every which way he can. (laughs) 
Go Vols. I am voting Purdue minus three and a half. I just did. If you're watching the show live on the chat, go in and vote. We got to get over. I think the Vols may win the game outright. Just, just, just saying. Why? Vols outright. Money line? Money line, Vols. But I'll watch it in game and see where I can grab a better number. Just to, just to watch it. But uh, I, I'm looking forward to it. If Tennessee hits threes, Purdue's in trouble. Got to score. Got to hit threes. Got to run. Right. Gonzaga couldn't do it yesterday. Couldn't hit threes. Couldn't run. They had plenty of open looks and couldn't knock it down. So they got down by double digits and they couldn't go in. All right. So normally on Wednesday, we talk about the games on Saturday, but because of the scheduling being so different, we're doing Tuesday for college football, Thursday, Friday, NFL football, Thursday, Friday. And then tomorrow we'll do the weekend because there's a ton of games. Obviously, Hold on, the weekend. on. You just confused the shit out of me. Sorry. Today? Bro. Confused the shit out of me. He needs to make sure none of these slide through. Today we're doing the Thursday football games in the NFL and Friday college games. No, we're doing Thursday college and Thursday NFL and Friday college and Friday NFL today. Tomorrow we'll do the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Right. That's what I said. No, tell me you said, but okay. You said, said today we're doing a Thursday and Friday game. You said Thursday NFL and Friday college. Oh. Well, there's yeah, we're one doing, NFL game on Friday. We'll talk. And there's one college game on Thursday. So we're, talk, we're talking about them all. We're going to talk about the Egg Bowl? Right now. <laughs> yes. What's the talk about? Ole Miss is going to blow them out. Really? It's a wise number opening at 13 and a half. It's down to 10. It's a massive line they move. love to take the dog. That's a massive line move. And I agree with the line move. In rivalry games, take the points. There we go. Take the points. Mississippi State's competitive. Yes. Okay. Why rivalry games? Check out the check out the record. Just chuck them out. Out the window we go. All right. 13 and a half. I would have rather taken the points, but at 10, I don't mind it. I still I still lean towards the dog in this. All right. This is one of those circle games everybody wants. This makes the season for Mississippi State. They fired their coach. Win one for the Gipper. Go and send ourselves off into a decent a decent offseason. Be the what top 15 team state's record right now. Bad, bad. Four wins, maybe five wins. Don't make me look this up. I'll do it right now. Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. Mississippi State. Mississippi State is five yeah. and six. Five. Yep. So when this is to go, belt, it's bowl eligibility on the line then. Oh, it's a big game. Oh, here we go. Win the game, you're bowl eligible. Yes, they are. Told you. Oh, boy. take the points. They're one in six in the SEC. <laughs> that's your squad. It's my school. That's my school. But it's oh, that's your squad. You're taking them. Oh yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm taking them we'll on the money. Coming. Come on in, Robert. On the yeah, money. I'm not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm thinking the points on the money in. line. It'd be awesome if they win the game, but I don't think they. I don't think they win the game. I think they'll probably lose, but I'll take the points if uh, right. if I'm being pushed. I'm taking the points. Friday, the lowest total I have ever seen, and the lowest total you may ever see again. Nebraska is favored against Iowa by two points. Why? I have no idea. The total is 25 and a half. Steve. 25 and a half. I'm going to bring back that. On Nebraska? No, we're going to bring back that promotion. What promotion? Omaha. Steaks. Searing hot take of the day. That comes back in a week. That would be awesome if we just started it this week. (laughs) What's this one is Searing what, hot. What's the searing hot take on this? Both offenses are god awful. This is the lowest fucking total I've ever seen in my life. This, there's an expression in the book 
or in life. You're watching paint dry. <laughs> what the hell are you going to be watching in this game? If you're actually going to be watching this game. 13-10 goes under. Damn, son. <laughs> in a pregame number. Like, in an in-game number, okay, I can understand. Right, yes. How in the hell can the starting point be 25 and a half? I don't know what number you got to put up there to get somebody to bet over in this game. I don't know either. It's a great question. I, I, Cause I don't know what to do other than bet under and just, I mean, I was on the over last week. I got cute. I thought I was going to go over 15, 13 final. Four. I think you get an over bet. I think we do what you said to do a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Say, hold on. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Let's go to 24. Let them all bet over. If they beat us, we hand them the money and say, thank you for coming in. Bet something else. Yep. Otherwise, we take it all. We ain't got to do nothing else. It might be time. <laughs> I mean, Nebraska can't score. And Iowa can't really score either. Iowa is not scoring either. No. <laughs> they just played Illinois. They couldn't score. Illinois just supposed to score. They couldn't score. Bad defense scored 15 points. They won the game 15-13. And Iowa's going to the Big Ten title game. Iowa is going say that out loud again. <laughs> Iowa is going to the Big Ten title game. It makes no sense. No, nothing have, of that makes they sense. They have a two-game lead. This game means nothing to Iowa. They can lose it. They're nine and two. They're six and two well, that's in the West. Scary, right? What? That's what's scary. Yeah. They don't, I mean, not that they need the game to oh no, Matt Rule has since Matt Rule did that unbelievable speech that we were like, won. holy shit, they haven't won since. Yeah, <laughs> lost every game that since energy. that speech. That's right. That's so right. he yeah. gave that, you know, that World War II type of like rah rah D Day speech, and they haven't won a game since. So Matt Rule to beat Iowa to end the year on a high note like this, they they become bull eligible with a victory. So let me ask you this: I've been asked this question 15 times this week already. How much stock do you put into teams trying to become bull eligible? A lot of people, there's people in the space that love it and use it solely. I don't know how you change who you are in the last week of the season. Personally. Maybe you get more aggressive, less to less to lose. Half the teams don't even want their teams to go. They're going to lose money going to the blue bonnet. Oh, no. Whatever it is. Nebraska's yes. Nebraska's the Huskers are fine with it. You get the people out of the farmland to the warm weather. It's a big deal. I told you about this. Iowa, I Iowa State, Iowa, Iowa State, Nebraska. School, it's a losing proposition. It buddy. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The, it, their fans are looking to get the fuck out of there. They want a reason to yeah. go to a bowl game. And even if your team sucks, if you win six games, they put it on their calendars. They put the bowl schedule opportunity. It's built in to their farming calendar. And if they don't go, the game's not there and they're not eligible. Fans are pissed off. Nebraska wants to be bowl eligible. I think the Huskers will win the game. What is the name of the trophy between Iowa and Nebraska? Hold on. The Heroes Trophy, right? I, I, think asking, here, I don't know. I think it's a Heroes Trophy. I figured Hold you on. knew. Yeah. They started it after I left. Um, had this, had they had this for a long time? No. Yeah, the Heroes game, it's called. The Heroes game. Yeah, it's Heroes Trophy. No, they started it in... Um, oh, let's see. When did they start? 
doing this when it's when Iowa became part of the big when Nebraska joined the Big Ten with 2011. Awful name, awful, awful, awful name. Let's go, yeah. Let's go be heroes, like they said. In, yeah, uh, 1999. Well, no, 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 2011. Yeah, 2011 is when they started. 2011. Back up again. Yeah, it started back up again. Yeah, so that ain't playing for no hero trophy. Iowa has won um, one, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six, seven, eight of the 11 meetings since. Heroes trophy. Thank you, Social Giant. Joe the Fat Panda came in the chat just now. And every time Joe the Fat Panda comes in with something, I have to read it because I just love saying Joe the Fat Panda. Okay. We went to the Motor City Bowl a couple times, and I would have rather stayed home. For what For, for what school? What school was it? Because Nebraska doesn't go to the Motor City Bowl. So that's a Mac, that's a Mac Bowl game. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't blame Detroit. you. I don't blame December. you. But that's not what happens with Nebraska's <laughs> not going to the, the Motor City Bowl. They would go to the inside bowl or they go somewhere, you know, warm. They go to a, a, a Texas bowl game or an Arizona bowl game or a Florida bowl game. They're in the Big Ten. They're by the, the way, Ten. by the way, I meant to throw something out at you. Okay. We'll talk about the game tomorrow because UNLV plays on Saturday. Yes. If they win on yes. Saturday. Yes, sir. They host the Mountain West Conference Championship game. Yes, sir. If they win on Saturday. Yes, sir. Two weeks later or a week after that. Do you know where they go? Winner of the Mountain West Conference goes to a, there's a bowl tie to that. Oh, yeah. Winner of the Mountain West Conference. So who's that been in the past? Uh, where does they go to Texas? L.A. The L.A. Bowl? Against USC. Oh, we're going. <laughs> Track the right? Carl. December, December 14th. What day of the week is that? I don't know. It's Saturday, obviously. No, it's not. Oh, I don't know. December 14th, whatever it is. You're sure the date? I am I'm not part of the date. I'm positive. Oh, I'm positive why did you do this to me? Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm send a wife I'm, a text right now. I'm sure of uh, I'm 14th? sure of hold on. The LA Bowl is 16th, Saturday, December 16th. LA Bowl is Saturday, December 16th. How are we going to do that? Why? How are we going to do that? We got things to do on Saturday. We just do the picks and then we drive. What time is the game? I think it's at night. Hold on. Let me see. Uh, 4.30. Going to have to fly. Even that would be tight. Even flight would be tight. No, no. It's a 45-minute flight. All right. We're going to start looking. If they win, we're going. So just just FYI. Oh, yeah, yeah. That I saw my my stay married for I mean I'm working on year number twenty. My class, my class told me this because we were took as because one of my kids plays on the team, and so we were just talking about opportunities and like you know what what are you guys looking to do and and one of my one of the students was like if you guys win the Mountain West you go to the LA Bowl to play USC you know that right oh I was like we can watch Caleb Williams play against UNLV are you kidding me it'd be fun I was like. When is that bowl game? I was like, I gotta tell Dave. I was like, this would be unbelievable. Barry Odom might get a chance to play USC. You know, I mean, or if they lose the game, if they're in the Mountain West Conference Championship game and they lose the game, they go to the Hawaii Bowl to play in Hawaii, which still isn't a bad game. A lot of people in Hawaii, a lot of people who Christmas Eve. I don't know, but half I know, like almost like half the team from UNLV is from Hawaii. That'd be wild. Huge number of kids that get to go home and play football. <laughs> Jimmy Jack just had a good point. Caleb ain't playing in no damn bowl game. <laughs> Fair point. 
Fair point. I forgot about that. That's a really good point. Yep, yep, yep. But it's still a chance for you to play USC. So yes, I love it, this chat. I he's love right. He's absolutely right. right. I forgot about that. That's Damn right. it, Jimmy Jack. Absolutely right on that. He got us. Your team at Michigan State at Ford Field. Total for the wins for for Penn State is nine and a half. They're nine and two. I'm on it. Twenty one point favorites. Relax. You're not losing this game, right? I don't even want to address this. Of course, they're going to win this game. Okay, just want to make sure. I got. I bet it way back in August. I'm waiting for my ticket to cash. Take come 21. In. You get middle the whole thing. Can't lose. I can't lose, but I want to win. Okay. <laughs> I want to win the, the future bet I've got on it. I don't, That's I, don't, right. I want to win it. So I want to, right. I want to cash that ticket. Just stay just, alert. If there's a halftime, they're trailing or something like that, you can. But I don't think you got nothing to worry about. They ain't losing. It's at Ford Field. That's a good thing. Hopefully, just run the ball down the throat. Yeah, let me call Oregon. Oregon, out real fast before you connect okay. with the next one. Uh, if Tyler Wyatt's still in the chat, he's talking about getting together out here for March in March Madness. He's trying to put together a brigade, talking all this other we, stuff. The Discord. What's the Discord channel? Hold on, What's we're doing that. What's the Discord? EBBShow.com. Tyler, hold, hold, on. hold on. Yeah, time don't, out. Don't don't start planning shit yet. Yeah. There's like, there's other hitting. things working. Don't plan BVB shit without BVB. Please. We'll, 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 we got stuff going on. We're trying to. Yeah, we appreciate it, but we got, we, we got you. We got you. We got you. You know, just talks. Wait. We got talks. We got talks don't going do on. Do it opening week. Yeah. Of the tournament. Don't That's don't know. It's it. impossible. It's either the second week or it's the week before when there's all these tournament games here. Yeah. Set it out loud. Keep that in yeah. mind. Go ahead, continue. So, yes, please. Oregon, Oregon State. How the luster's off of this game because they lost. The Beavers well, lost. I know, but Oregon State could really disrupt Oregon's chances. Oh, they ain't winning. Man, it's a rivalry game. They ain't winning. I hope not. I want Oregon to win this game badly now. Yeah? Yeah. I want Oregon, I want Oregon, Washington to mean something. I want that game to be everything. Yeah. Give me the Pac-12 title game with something really on the line to watch. Be a lot of fun. Gotta try to get Bama in this game. In the tournament, you mean? Yes, they're gonna try to get Bama in the tournament. Doing everything they can. At yes, they're gonna try. To, if Oregon State beats Oregon, then it's that. Then Oregon's dead. And if Oregon beats Washington, Washington's dead, and Alabama's in. That's how you get there. If Oregon State upsets Oregon. That's step one. <sighs> <laughs> so um, this is just because I think it's funny. So they couldn't UMass and UConn were supposed to play at Gillette. And they canceled this game, did they? Well, they canceled it because, well, they had to move it to Amherst because nobody was going to go at Gillette. <laughs> lack of ticket sales, lack of interest. So they moved this thing to UMass's campus. So now people are going to go. Yeah. UMass fans will go. Sure. Yeah. Oh, they easy. will not. It's an easier drive. Yeah, they will. And it's an easier drive, too. It's a way easier drive. We hate UConn. We hate UConn. So UConn coming up to our place, yes, people are going to go just because we hate UConn. And UConn people will go because tickets will be readily available, so you can go to the game. So UConn people will drive up. And it's not that bad of a drive. Stores up to Amherst is not that bad. It's like an hour and a half. Not that bad. You can do it. So people will go from UConn side of things. UConn's a road favorite. What is that? What do I think about your mustache? I think it looks ridiculous. 
with that yeah. cowboy stuff on, you look like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you look like. <laughs> you look like a gringo. Is what you look like? Vamanos! <laughs> oh my God, stop it. Uh, one more. Get that thing off your face because I can't talk to you with that thing on your face. It looks ridiculous. What's <laughs> that? Uh, just our, our, your first opening thought on this. I've already bet this game. What? I took the four already. You did? Yeah. Because I have the Michigan what? future. It's a rivalry game? No. Oh, well, so you two. did it. You took Ohio State because you got a Michigan future, yes. but you won't take Michigan State because you got a Penn State future. No, because Michigan State's horrific. 21. And you I only have, took four. I have more money. I have a lot more money committed to the Michigan bet than I do the, to the Penn State bet. So That's on you. Yes. So that's that's why. Huh. But I've already taken the four on Ohio State. It's coming down. It's at three at some places. That's the number, right? Is that why they put four up there to get the dog money coming in? Is that why? You got to know where the top is at the beginning of the week. Okay. Right? We got to know where the top is. I don't want to start at three and go up. I want to start at right. four and go down. Okay. It's three and a half everywhere right now. Uh, there's two threes, though. Yeah, there's a three. I saw three this morning. Damn. Yeah, I saw threes this morning. We're going to be at three. Taking the lead, trying to go there. I think we're closing at three. Oh, man, is that real? I just yeah. got a tremendous picture oh. of a guy. I'm sending this to you. Oh, no. I don't know if you can put this on for one of my favorite things about today. Oh. But let's see if you can do this. Send it to you right now. I'll do it in bonus time. Okay. Man, we'll do, oh, it. Send it to me. we'll do it in bonus time. Send it to me. I did. 65% are taking Purdue, by the way. 65% on a three and a half. Uh-oh. Yep. You may be live, son. Oh, I expected wow. a little more 50-50. How about that? Where is that person that took that picture? We'll wait for we'll wait for a favorite thing about today for that. Yes. But that's a that's a really gonna be that's gonna be interesting. Okay, to the NFL. Detroit on Thursday laying seven and a half against Green Bay. Total is 47. You comfortable laying more than a touchdown? On the Lions? Say that out loud again. Are you comfortable laying it more than a touchdown on the Lions? Didn't sound any better the second. <laughs> Wanted to make sure you said it right the first time for the people. But this and, is, the, and this yes, is I, the ultimate teaser day, right? Turkey day. Is oh, all day. three. Tease all three of them. It's down, 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 yep. down. Yep. Down, down, down. What's that song? <laughs> How low can you go? We're doing a little limbo. Take it down. Yeah. We're going down, down, down. Yeah, I can't remember. I think well, there's, well, there's Bruce Springsteen too. So, oh, is there a Bruce Springsteen going down? Yeah. Yeah. We're going down. Uh, it's a disco song too. Um, better Springsteen song, but yeah, okay. I don't know about all that. Which dog like has the dude. best chance to win the game? Outright. Which dog? Which dog? Seattle. See, I think put it in a Seattle. chat. Can you do three choices in the in the poll or only two? No. Okay. So don't I, we'll I'll try Washington out because it's the bigger spread. Which I can, dog? Yep, I can. Yep, I can. You can do three choices. Yep. Put the three dogs in there. So Packers, okay, Commanders. I know, I, I know who they are. I, I know. know. I'm just doing it for the show while we're talking. Okay. People are listening to this now and later. They're not watching. They don't know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. It's up now. Okay. I I already voted. Which dog wins outright? 
You said the, Seahawks would be your if vote? The, if the commanders win out. Oh, God. Hold on. You are classically frozen right now. Mouth agape. Sorry. Looking down. <laughs> Hold on. Snap. We're good. Um, okay. What, what do, you know, do you know the chaos that goes on at the commanders beat the Cowboys? Oh, I, I mean, Survivor is basically the, the circus Survivor pool is basically over. I think there's going to be a lot of sneaky Miami picks on Friday. For, I mean, maybe for this, for this, I don't, for this little thing. I think yeah, so. Yeah, maybe, but it's going to be, oh, there's about 375 teams left. Entry, Half entries, entries. Yeah. Teams, entries, but same difference. Well, no, teams are thinking Cowboys or something like this. No, entries, fine. entries left. Contest. Contestants, right. entries. Yes. Half are on the Cowboys. Oh, I think over. Okay. So this thing is essentially like it it's is not ca- done, but it it's gets- catastrophic. Yeah. If the commanders who did their due diligence to knock out over 230 last week with their loss to the Giants would then turn around and then knock out another 150. Be crazy, right? It would be insanity if the commanders were to pull that off. I think Packers got the best opportunity to win. Wow. I do. On the road. Okay. Yeah. I think the Packers are, uh, again, you with these division games, you've been talking about it. And, you know, danger. Talk so much. It's just in my ear. Blah, blah, danger, blah, danger, blah. danger. They're all divisional blah, games. Blah. All three of these games are divisional games. It's danger, danger. Danger, danger, danger. Will Rogers, danger, yep. danger, 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 danger. Although Miami's not in Miami no is not. A, no one has a clue what we're talking about. Yes, they do. Because Mikey also made that awesome meme last year of, of you saying danger and having the Buck Rogers robot going danger, danger, danger. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. Get low, 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 low. It is flow rider. Roger Long. Thank you, Roger. Senior member of the brigade. Living in Florida. Low, low, low. Get low. Flow Mm -hmm. rider. How does even Roger Long know about flow rider? He lives in Florida. That's how. Rider lives in Indiana. I mean, flow rider is Florida. Yeah, but Roger's in Indiana. Oh, I'm sorry. PB, confusing the two. Sorry. I apologize. Who do you like? If you're taking, taking a land. Oh, first thought is to take the points with this one. Yeah. Taking or laying? Crush them. Crush them. Woo, baby. They're one and 11. Did you see? I put you on the on the tweet. Uh, Ralph Michaels okay. sent this one uh, today. Okay. I believe it was. Let's see. Hold on. Cowboys are on a one and 11 against the spread. On Thanksgiving Day, they're one in eleven against the spread. And you want to lay that? Yeah, because I mean, I always zig when everybody's zagging. It doesn't mean it's right, but I, I that Washington just lost to the Giants, and they got a short week. And what Dallas does is beat up bad teams. True, all of which qualifies. True, Dallas party time for me, but one in eleven. Okay, on Thanksgiving Day, and then uh, the the. Hold on. The lion stat is what? He gave me a lion stat. Um, since 2004 on Turkey Day, the Lions are 3 and 0 against the spread as a favorite, 2 12, 2 and 12 
against the spread is a dog. Wow. That means the favorite is 15-2 and two in the last 17 Thanksgiving Day Lions games. So you're supposed to lay it. You're supposed to take it based on the trends, which can be your friends. We say this all the time. Turkey Day trends tend to hit. Oh, this is the biggest public day to, of the yeah. year for, for the NFL. Every, oh. year, every year I remember talking to you, you've always said this, that the public destroys Wins. the books on Thanksgiving. They annihilate the books. I, I told Teddy and Prez this morning on Wager Talk. They asked me, what's it like in a book? I said, mm-hmm. one, it's a weird day. Because the morning handle, like people come in, they sneak in. They had to sneak out of the house to get there. Then everybody bets the Lions game or the Cowboys game. It's a middle window. Right. Right. Everybody comes in, bets it, then goes in eats or watches it. So that's the biggest handle. But now we got a real game Sunday night or Thursday night, which is good. A lot of stuff's going to roll to that. But like me and Tony and T Foss and all the boys would be like, just have one of the dogs covered. Right. Because, oh, no, oh, I went out right. One of the, well, no. If they covered, everyone's playing three leg money line. Right, but everyone's playing three-leg money line parlays. Correct. It's Detroit, Dallas, San Francisco, three-leg money line parlay. That's plus, plus that's, one plus one twenty, right? And then go eat. Like that, you know, get 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 dessert, get get whatever it is. Yes. So I used to just say, accept it. If one of the dogs covers, we got a shot. If one of the dogs wins outright, it cleans up the mess that carries over to Friday and Saturday. Yeah, it's even money at FanDuel. Lions, Cowboys, 49ers. Money line parlay is even oh, money. Oh, Lions, so, Cowboys, and Niners. Oh, my. Even money. If you want to do a three-leg money line parlay. If you want to go the opposite and you want to do chaos <laughs> and say Turkey Day is going to be absolutely ridiculous, three money line dog is a 67 to one ticket. They ain't all winning. No, but how about, but if you were talking about covering, right? Right, 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 right. We take dogs just with the points plus 579. If all three dogs cover, where are you doing that at? It should be six and a half to one. Three Fandle. Dogs. They shorten a three game parlay spread odds to 579 with the points. Yeah. Not money line, but points. Man, they're just plus seven and a half, plus ten and a half, plus seven. Just like a squeezing people. That's a six and a half to one payout. Should be, but it's not. Man, that ain't right. Uh, two quick ones before we let go of Sports Grid and yep. Sirius XM. Niners laying six and a half at Seattle. I guess the move came today. Uh, I guess Gino's going to play, right? Yep, but it's going up. No, no, no. It's it's going down. What do you mean? Seahawks are at seven. Plus seven. No, not. Six, painted six and a half. Not at FanDuel. Looking at it right now. Seven flat. They're at seven. Yeah. It's the only seven in the world. They're at six and a half this morning. They're at seven now. Yeah, they're at six and a half. The world. It's the so only they're, seven. They're off market. So if you like the Seahawks, go ahead and take them at FanDuel. There you go. Okay. Because they got them at seven. It's minus 118, but. 43. At- is this qualify for a primetime under or is it a holiday? I don't know. It's a good question. It's a Thursday game though. So it does. I think it qualifies. I would bet over. Oh, points. My. I like points. And then fr- finally, Friday is Miami. Laying 10, totals 41 against the Jets. Whitrock just came in a chat and said, add old Miss to that money line parlay. Ooh. Hey. Don't mind that. Chop, 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 chop. Everybody wins. All oh, we, go, we, we going all chalk? Chop, 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 chop. 
just on like college on college Eddie football. KGB said, chick, 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 chick. If you add that, that is a uh, plus one fifty eight parlay, four leg money line parlay on Thanksgiving. <laughs> four leg. Money. If you want to action in all four games, there you go. It's plus one fifty eight. Should pay more, but. Bro, that'd be terrible to lose that with Packers winning the first game and then the other three getting blown out. Or Ron Robin then. Can Ron Robin it? Oh, what are we doing? Advocating a four game money. <laughs> chuck, 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 chuck. Parlay. And a Ron Robin on top of that. Miami covered or not? Sign us off. We got to get out before. I know. The- it's fine. Say yes or no. We'll finish. Finish. You're okay. Say yes or no. I'll say goodbye. Miami? Yes. Who's Timmy Boyle? Miami's killing the Jets. Just yes, lay the 10 points. I don't know who that guy is. Nor do the Jets. Sport, <laughs> Sports Grid, thank you very much. We appreciate it. We're back tomorrow for the final show for the week. It is a roll call Wednesday. Sirius XM, you guys as well. If you are with us live on Twitter and or on YouTube, you guys are sticking around because you get bonus time. <laughs>
Yes. Steelers. Yes. I, I, I've won both times. I did it with the Bills after they fired Dorsey. Right. Did it with the Raiders after they fired Antonio Pierce. Right. No, they, they hired Antonio Pierce. They oh, fired sorry, they fired Josh. No, sorry. They hired Antonio, yes. Antonio yes. Pierce. So, oh, Canada gone. Edmonton, same thing. Oilers, same thing. Oilers. Remember? They fired their coach. Won the next oh, Edmonton, Edmonton, Edmonton. Yeah, I thought you yeah. meant Houston Oilers. I'm like, wait a second. I got a no. team again. Same thing. Um, Oilers did it. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on in that line. I know they, they ain't winning on Friday. Hell no. Who's Hell not winning on, Who's not winning on Friday? The Jets. Oh, well. Yeah, you know, I don't know what's that's what I'm saying. They didn't like, fire anybody. I mean, yeah, but the Jets didn't fire anybody. They just benched Wilson. That's different. Where did Tim Doyle go to school? I have no idea. Max school, right? Somebody put it in the chat. I honestly don't know. It's a Max school. Is it? I have no idea. Tim Boyle played football at Boyle, Doyle, right? Doyle. Sorry, he said Tim Tim no, Boyle. B Boyle. Tim Boyle. Boyle. Yes, his name is Boyle. Tim Boyle. Uh, he played at UConn in Eastern Kentucky, undrafted in 2018. Played at UConn. He's from Hartford, Connecticut. Yeah, I'm not betting on anyone from Hartford, Connecticut. Nah, you've done it. I'm not betting on anybody who. Ah, you've done Hartford, it. Hartford, Connecticut. Get what the, the hell? Fuck out of here. Goodbye. See you wow. later. Better to book at time. This is the one of the worst reverse closing line value bets I have made in a long time. Oh, boy. So I'm on over Drake and Akron. This number has absolutely completely cratered to the point where I know someone's not playing. I just don't know who. I can't figure out who's not playing in this game. But I am way off market. I like being off market. I am really far off market. I think it's 140 now, right? Hold on. I can't even find the game. <laughs> it's a it's what the a, hell time is this game? It's afternoon. It's like 2 30. Where are they playing? Cayman Islands. John Gray Gymnasium, Georgetown, Cayman Islands. You ever been to the Cayman Islands? I have not. Oh, I stopped there on a on a cruise. I was only there for like six hours. Mm. My mom wanted to go shopping. I'm like, oh. we're at the most beautiful beach in the world. I don't want to go <laughs> to the place where they're shopping. Can we go put our feet in the sand and look at the beach? Right. Please. Mom, if you're watching the show, I love you. Happy Thanksgiving. Mm. Me and Doug are still upset about that. <laughs> Benetton. Kept seeing this Benetton. Oh, um, remember that? Oh. What's it now? 140? One forty-one. Right? Forty-one. All right. So I'm four points. One. I'm four points off. You're wrong. Oh yeah, I'm wrong. This is You're wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Under. Bet it. But I mean, book it. Book it. But I've seen it. But here's the thing, though. I have won bets like this before. Oh, hundred percent. Where the world has gone against me, and I have won bets on this before. So the world ain't against you. The rhombus is in a parallel. Okay. It's under one forty-five, and then they repeated the bet under one again, again, again. Yeah. So. So if it comes up at two o'clock, it's 45 minutes from right now. If you're watching the show live, I don't know about betting under the third number. <laughs> okay. Cause it's likely to come a lot closer to this number than the original number, but I wouldn't be in a hurry to bet over Drake, Dr Drake, 
their defense right now is one of the worst defenses in the entire country. Oh boy. They are horrible defensively. They got worked by Stephen F. Austin yesterday, lost by nearly 30. Mm. Gave, gave up 92 points to Stephen F. Austin. Akron plays slow, but Akron, I think, will score. And I think Drake has a big bounce back spot. They scored 63 points yesterday or something like that. So you like Drake I, the side? It's only minus one no, and a half. I like Akron to win the game. Oh. I think Drake, Drake right now, defensively, they are a complete mess. Oh, wow. Okay. But I like the over better because I don't think Drake, I think Drake has to score to win the game. So I think they'll play up tempo. So I'm on 145. The world's on 140, under 145, 143, 141. Yeah, don't you like this feeling? I do. I just, I don't like being this far off. I'd rather everyone being 143. I'd be cool with it. Right, 141. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm total be a four points off the original yeah. number. You Not didn't good. bet the right side. Now you could still win, but you ain't on the right side. Correct. I would That's agree what that. that tells you. Yes. I am on the right side for this game. KU minus three against Marquette. So that number is, has I hit, they hit five yet? We got into five for, for KU Marquette. KU Marquette. Well, that's tonight. That ain't yep. done moving, son. 7.30. It's four right now. Came down. Yeah. Okay. Four and a half, came back down. Disagree with it entirely, but I love Marquette, but no. You love Marquette, but you like KU today. Yeah, 100%. love KU tonight. I don't like you Marquette know how at all I feel today. about these like, games a lot. Like, I'll take dog. So give me dog. I say, I say, did both. you watch any Marquette play against UCLA? Only to score, bug. I yeah. wasn't watching the game at all. Mm -mm. Um, they are, uh, they're not physical enough. They're not big enough. They're not athletic enough to take on KU right now. They will be. If they play in March, I like Marquette's chances. But tonight against KU, mm, unless KU has a really bad shooting night, I, I think I'm okay. okay. Uh, and, and then finally, under 36, Buffalo, Eastern Michigan tonight in the what MAC. What is this? Mac. Football game? Football game. MAC. Buffalo. Tuesday football? There's two games tonight, actually, on Tuesday football. Oh, my God. It is cold. It is rainy. It is what? windy. It is nasty. And Buffalo has gone under seven straight games. They can't score on anybody. Ten, really? 10 points in 13 points last two games. Eastern Mish is playing Buffalo. Bowling Green is playing Western Mish. Yes. Two totally different looks for the games. Five for Buffalo, minus five and 38 or 37. Mm -hmm. What is your number? 36. It's up or Buffalo down? Eastern Mish. You have 36. It's at 38 now. Oh, it's gone up. Interesting. Disagree with that too. Okay. <laughs> so I'm against everybody in that. So, and Bowling Green is minus two at Western Mish. It's that, that's bizarre. So, I mean, that totals I mean, I get it. Eastern Michigan's gone over three of the last four games. So I understand the point. I guess you could, you could make for Eastern Michigan, but Buffalo can't score. So I can't, I can't advocate over 36. I can't overcate. I, I like under 38 and a half, even more. You got a better number than I got. I'm going to say book it. And I have no, yeah, idea. of course, but it's I fine. I, I, I like I, being where I, I am on this. I have this, no, I, like I have zero. I didn't even know the game was tonight. <laughs> Just being honest. I didn't know. Yeah. It's up to 39 and a half offshore. Oh, wow. Three and a half. There's money coming in on Marquette football guy says it's three and a half now. Yeah. Woo, this is an interesting day. I'm excited to watch this. 
This is gonna be a basketball game. Yeah, I got to be fun. No distractions, hockey distractions tonight. So that's right. Yeah. So they're starting the the decorations and stuff here. I I, on the way up here to do the show. Yeah, I don't know what's going on down there. There's now tables, and you won't recognize the place by the time you get here Saturday. There's gonna be, I don't know what happened. They moved the dog's gate now. Ooh, dog has free reign. Oh, I'm gonna end up caged in 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 locked in a room (laughs) somewhere at some point, but. Ain't gonna be downstairs because ain't allowed to touch nothing. Ooh, you're not or they're not. I ain't allowed to touch nothing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see it. I see it. Okay, there's no super chat, so we can go right to favorite thing about today. What is your favorite thing about today? Two things. I got the picture if you need it when you want it. Okay. This first thing does not involve the picture. Okay. The first thing I want to judge just got a text from a kid. These are the guys I went down to meet Sunday. Right. They're the, they're the Prunzik brothers. Yeah. Okay. Jeff and Danny. Danny and I were like this. I, 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 he was he was really just a cool kid. He was one of the best athletes. We hung out up until he moved away. And when he moved away, we lost touch. But we reconnected and we sat together for five hours and made up 35 years of time. It's amazing. Shared a lot of deep stuff. Amazing. We run in the same circles with a bunch of people, but he's watching the show right now. Mm-hmm. Him and Jeff and Scott, who was the other guy that had went to religious school with that went to Penn State, and then we lost touch. He happened to be there. We had a great time. But they watched the show yesterday, and they all loved the Chiefs. Andy over until they watched the show. And they bet the Eagles in the under and the something else team total. They sent me a picture that I will keep to myself because I don't want to incriminate them, but they made a stack and loved the show. Awesome. They wanted to, to, to say, this is the, the text says, Dave, this is freaking great. <laughs> I love all the movements, mannerisms, and things you guys are talking about. Let's go. Keep it going. We're going to keep in touch and keep brainstorming. Because I told him, like I tell everybody, watch the show. And then if you can think of a sponsor or you want to be a part of the show, all you got to do, one, is come in and watch the show, get in the chat, and you can reach us during the show. Mm Mm-hmm. You can email the show. What is the email for the show, p Ask the BVB at gmail.com. We get emails every day from people wanting to be a part of the show, wanting to ask questions and stuff. That's true. This is the time of year where this is happening. And again, it's because of you guys that we're even here. We can't thank you enough. So the second thing, favorite thing about today, show the picture if you can. Right sure. now, of this gentleman. That right there, boys and girls, is Matt Bonvi. <gasps> okay. Wow. That is Matt Bonvi. What's up? Up in Canada, opened up a box today and put that thing on his head and just sent it to me that said, Hold on. I'm not going to embarrass you, Bonvi. BVB. Has landed in Amherstburg, Ontario, my friend. Unbelievable. I couldn't be more excited. Okay. Bonvi's had a rough 2023. And without going into details, has personally 
texted me and DM me to thank me and Matt for doing the show because he does hard work. Mm. He goes around, he drives a truck, he's out in the roads, he's doing all this stuff in addition to everything else that's going on in his life. And he said, I fucking love the show. And I feel connected to people from all over the United States, Australia, Mexico, Costa Rica, states from, you know, Maine to California, because every day around 11-ish, I watch and listen to the show. And now he's got a hat to be a part of the show. Um, Again, I don't need to give you reasons why we're doing the show. You give us reasons why we're doing the show. And tomorrow's Thanksgiving, not tomorrow, Thursday's Thanksgiving, but this is Thanksgiving week. We have an abbreviated week, okay? Tomorrow is our roll call Wednesday, mm. for the first time in a show history. Yep. I hope as many of you can get here as you can. Listen to the show if you can't. Watch the show later if you can. Tell one other person about it. You guys are the reason why we're doing the show. And a guy like this right here, Matt Bonfi, love you, bro. Thank you. Hell yeah. yeah. Yes. That's tremendous. Uh, My favorite thing about today is the end of another one of these 30-day crazy things that I've been doing myself. And uh, it's always a fun reminder that you can do more than sometimes you think. Because I hate getting cold more than anything. Today was cold in Vegas. Cold. And I got in my pool. I did the final cold plunge today. It's 48 degrees outside. It was 47 degrees in the pool. Yeah. The coldest temperature I'd ever put my body into. It hurt like a motherfucker when I got inside. It was awful. My daughter was outside watching. And she's like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I said, I want to do it because I want to prove to you, myself, everyone else that my brain's not going to win. I'm going to do it myself. And I got in that damn pool <sighs> and it sucked. And I'm looking forward to not doing it for December. I'm like, I'm, I'm done today. It's perfect. I could have, a, I have not had alcohol. I've not had a cheat meal. I've not had bad food in a month. I'm having pizza and wings tomorrow. I'm going to go not gorge myself, but I'm going to reward myself for doing. I got one more workout to go later tonight. And then I am F. I-N-I-S-H finish done. <laughs> and I get to go and have fun for the holidays and I'll do, I'll do phase two of this old 30 day challenge. I'll do it after this, probably right after the Super Bowl is when I'm probably going to be, be my get somewhere, you know, February 15th, February 16th, somewhere in there, I'll probably pick it back up again. But now I get to kind of relax and have some fun. I kicked my ass for an entire month and it's always fun when you get to the end and the finish and you're done. And then you can relax and have a good time. And I can drink an alcoholic beverage in time for Thanksgiving and the holiday. So I'm all, I'm done. That, my favorite thing about today is that I'm done <laughs> destroying, destroying myself and destroying my body. I lost five pounds, which I'm excited about because right. that's good. It wasn't about losing weight per se, but I'm down five pounds. Best I'm approaching. I'm almost there. It might be. I'm almost back to where I was after the hard 75, which, right. was, the best, which was the best shape of my life. So I'm close right. to where I was. I have way more muscle. The difference with this workout than the before is that I'm actually bigger muscle wise than I right. was just because I do more protein now. And I don't know, my body's used to it. So different. yeah, it's different. It's always nice to be done. It's nice. It's nice to do, you know, I'm looking forward to Chick-fil-A and looking forward to burgers and looking forward to pizza and a lot of things I haven't had for 30 days that I'd like to eat. Stay focused. We've got one more show this week. 
Oh no, it's fine. Yeah. And then yeah, Thursday, Friday, we're off as you, you got know. no class tomorrow, right? Nope. Canceled it. Yep. I'm done. Canceled okay. it. When the show is over, I'm done. I'm I'm finished. I'm I'm good. And I and I can't wait because I it's it's gonna be a lot of fun for I'm got told yesterday. I'm doing a whole Thursday detox with my phone, shutting everything off on Thursday. World's gonna be gone. Um, social media detox on Thursday. See how long that lasts, but I'm gonna try. <laughs> I'm gonna shut my phone off and try to try it at least for that. Um and then Oh, by the way, if you guys like us on Friday on Sports Grid, you're getting us on Thursdays now too. So, thir- starting next Thursday, I was announce that tomorrow. But go oh. ahead, say it now. We'll announce it tomorrow on the show too. Yeah, I'll say it tomorrow too. So Thursday, not Thanksgiving, but the thirtieth on, you'll get us on Thursday night and on Friday night now on Sports Grid as we slowly start to take over that entire network. <laughs> Just I got a text. Time we can say whatever we want. That's right. right. Okay. I I I got a text from um my. One of my really good friends in Omaha that I not talked to in a long time. And he said, what the fuck are you doing on sports grid? He goes, I haven't watched it in a long time. And I saw it this morning. I saw a promo for you guys on the early line. It's like, what is that? <laughs> it said, yeah, we've been doing a show for a while there. It was pretty funny to see him, to see him do that. So, you know, that was cool. Step by step, brick by brick. Yep. Always forward, never straight. We'll be here. Amen to that. Back tomorrow for a roll call Wednesday. Be here. Before Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you tomorrow for another episode of BVB.